Welcome to the Inside Startup Investing Podcast powered by King's Crowd. As always, I'm your host, Chris Lestrino. From discussions with founders and VCs to industry experts and special guests, we want to provide you with the inside scoop on all things startup investing. Whether you're investing $50 a deal or $500,000 a deal, we have the stories you need to hear before clicking invest. From the metaverse to spaceflight and beyond, join us as we explore the world of startup investing for all. And now, on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest episode of Inside Startup Investing. Today, we are joined by Arlen Hamilton, our partner and founder of Backstage Capital, as well as many other endeavors uh, that our listeners probably are very much well aware of, including Runner. On this episode, we are going to discuss how King's Crowd and Backstage are teaming up to do something really unique with our latest partnership. If you're interested, stay tuned to learn about what we are doing and how you potentially can get involved. Arlen, thank you so much for being here as always. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, you know, as you know, uh, we already have a partnership in place and we love collaborating. Um, But we've been going back and forth on this latest venture for the past many months. Um, But I'm really excited to share it with our listeners. So first off, before we get into that, can you fill in folks on how things are going at Backstage Capital and what you all are up to with your latest fund that you're raising? Sure. So uh, we're we're a three partner team. Uh, it's Christy Pitts, Brittany Davis, myself, uh, which has really been amazing working with them for the past several years, and um, I think finally kind of coming into our own a little bit here. Um, and it's towards the end of the year, so we've made just about um, all of the investments from previous funds uh, that we are going to make this year, which is why this is really exciting too. We are raising um, a couple of funds. So one is the Opportunity Fund One, which is a $30 million fund with mostly institutional backers. And then we have uh, an interesting fund that I think we're gonna talk about here. Awesome. And that institutional fund, from what I can gather, you're going to be going a little bit more late stage and investing in companies more in that Series A, yeah. Series B territory. Is that yeah. correct? So we've already started investing. We have LPs like Bank of America, Comcast, uh, and others. I'm an, uh, an LP myself, a great, a large amount. We've already started deploying this year, which has been really great. So there have been some incredible announcements made about some of the ones that we can announce, um, like Career Karma and um, Mommy. Uh, we're talking about, you know, anywhere from 10 to $50 million raises that we're finally now able to get into. And what makes this special for the op fund, which is a publicly raised, that's why I can talk about it, um, which is, you know, our language, right? <laughs> but what <laughs> makes it really special is that for the most part, it is investments in companies we've already invested in. And we nice. love making those early stage, pre-seed almost friends and family investments, 25K, 50K, 100K. That's been our bread and butter for the past seven years. We make those investments. We treat it like we've invested a million bucks or more. And then they come to us, these founders, they come to us when they're going into these bigger, um, you know, when they've found success and coming into these bigger rounds. And so we can put in now, 250, 500K or million dollars from our new larger fund into these companies we've been tracking and working with for years. And so those early stage checks 
that were our bread and butter are still so important, massively important for the, the ecosystem of Backstage. Absolutely. So I want to hit on one last question about this new fund, and then we're going to get into, in, into the fund that we're collaborating on. So in this new fund, talk a little bit about how you think this will help continue to solve this massive funding gap that we still see for, you know, overlooked, underestimated founders. Yeah, you know, I started backstage officially uh, seven years ago, but it was really a decade ago trying to figure out this gap. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, a lot of it's still the same. A lot of it, there's so much money that's poured into venture capital. And so pound for pound, uh, BIPOC founders, women founders have more capital flowing to them, which is really a good thing. But we still need to catch up when it comes to like the disparity and the percentages and like the demographics. And so this, you know, before we were putting um, dollars to work and several companies now with the op fund, we're putting more dollars to work in fewer companies. But the idea is that this first 30 million, $50 million op fund turns into 100 million, 200 million over the next few years. And if we can be an example of a small fund by an emerging manager <clears throat> and by emerging managers getting really, really big, having a lot of assets under management, then that we know from experience that that example causes a lot of really great copycats. And we love that. <laughs> so <laughs> for instance, with our model, Seven years ago, six years ago, five years ago, people were saying I was crazy for making all these investments in these small, small investments in lots of companies, you know, 30 or 40 a year. Um, you're, you're pulling a million dollars, $2 million. And now you see in the last four or five years, an explosion of funds. And, and many of them I'm an investor in, right? I'm a, an LP in of funds who make those types of investments in some underestimated group whether it be by demographics uh, or it be you know location or cert certain niche uh, industries, you see that. Um, and so I believe that if we can then be another example, you know, one more example, it's, it's a long road here. So it's, it happens every few years, but if we can go from 20 million to 200 million in say a three year period, then that just goes to show and we have these receipts to back it up. Like look at all these deals that, nobody really believed in at the beginning and look how they're exploding, then I think that that will um, set some example. You also have a lot of LPs, like larger LPs coming to backstage, coming to us and saying, you know, we've been doing things the same for our decades or for years. Hmm. We know we need to do a little bit different. We know we want, we want a little bit of change. You know, they see how underrepresented, underestimated founders react in a downturn, economic downturn. They like it. They say, oh, there's a lot of resilience here that I'm able to see in real time. How do I make sure that I'm backing that? And those conversations that are getting much, much more interesting than they have been. That's fantastic. And if you think about it, you're right. What you did for the early, super early stage markets, now you move upstream then we have five or 10 other 200 million, $300 million yeah. funds in five or six years. That's yeah. real money. That starts there's, to make a difference. There's a definitely a missing piece in that series B plus. Mm -hmm. now, and then you have really amazing funds uh, like, uh, what is it called? Base 10, I think is what it's called. Billion dollars under management run by a black man. Um, you have Olin uh, at uh, Motley Fool Ventures. He has mm -hmm. uh, two, three hundred million already under management and growing and growing. Those example, those were examples set for us 
we can then, with our ability to amplify messages, I mean, I think we Backstage has a very special ability to get the word out, hmm. you know, about things even, because some people have not heard of these billion dollar funds, but they've heard of Backstage is 20 million. So right. it's really about, it's not just Backstage winning when we win. We mm -hmm. get to share that with so many other people, whether they realize it or not. Phenomenal. So now let's talk about, you know, obviously a big part of Backstage Capital's identity to date has been those really early stage, early day companies. Um, and you have a fund, it's called Flex Fund 2, I believe, yeah, yes. um, that you've been investing out of. There's some really interesting portfolio companies in there. And I'll just take a minute to talk about the fact that we're now partnering up on that fund um, to help continue to build out that fund. So what we're going to be doing at King's Crowd, as you all know, is we source our deal flow right from the online private markets, your republics, your we funders, your start engines. And then we utilize data to actually score those companies to identify companies that we think will perform well over time. And what's really cool about that is it allows us to literally partner up with someone like Arlen and Backstage Capital and create this collaborative data-driven fund product. And so we are going to help find new deal flow for FlexFund as they continue to fill in the portfolio at FlexFund 2. Um, I think it's really unique. This is the yeah. first time that we're truly converging these two worlds, the online and the offline and coming together. Um, but Arlen, we'd love to hear a few thoughts from you about it. Well, I just think it's great. I think it's, um, we we have been manually making decisions. You know, we've seen more than 10,000 companies. <laughs> we've invested in more than 200 now. It's incredible to say that, wow. just thinking about where we came from, how Backstage was started with zero, started with nothing, 200 plus companies now. And you're always thinking about, or I'm always thinking about innovation, always thinking about to what end, what next, right? And so the idea of taking, we've been fans of King's Crowd for however long, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, no, it's no secret. And just kind of taking that and blending the two ideas together is really exciting to me because it, it ultimately will benefit so many founders and it'll benefit the people that you and I, Chris, have a, a great deal of affection for, which is that aspiring or new investor. Uh, why should VCs have all the fun type of thing, right? So it's like, it's just a really cool combination. And I mean, even to take it, even give it an even better example for me, I used to wonder if, if any of your um, um, audience is familiar with Product Hunt, you know, mm -hmm. right? Or a cool guy. But I used to wonder why doesn't Product Hunt have its own fund? Because yeah. it's seeing all this cool stuff. It's and the way you all uh, work with these retail companies that are getting crowdfunding. To me, it's it's in that league. It's like you're sourcing the best cream of the crop, and now you're able to do that with these funds that you have. It's just really cool and interesting, and I think mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. And I think um, you. I al I also always have to give it to somebody who's like really putting their time, effort and money where their mouth is, rather than talking about diversity or talking about this. You know, you, you, you see, in my opinion, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like you see diversity in investing just the same way you see diversity investing as it's used in the investment world. It's mm -hmm. not like charity. So diverse, mm -hmm. diversity of, of demographics is like the same thing. You want to invest across the board. You want to, mm -hmm. you don't want to be missing out on something. It's not like, oh, we're doing this heartwarming thing together. And aren't those, those nice founders going to feel great, warm and fuzzy. So it's like, 
actually we're joining forces and we're going to, because we're joining forces, be able to get into deals that both of us may not have been able to get into before. Yeah, That to me is really exciting as an investor. And it's like, it's truly like, I, I, I can't even like overlooked is such a good word because I love looking at like how funding just literally goes through three cities still in the U S right. Like 90% of funding. And then you just look at, at our industry and it's like every state and it's like, Oh my God, we are finding companies that people just literally are not even taking a second yeah. to look at. Yeah. And it's like, that's an amazing company with great fundamental, like how do we not invest in that company? So I, yeah, I love it. And one of my favorite things was when we looked at kind of the key terms for uh, the flex fund, we were literally able to turn on a filter mm. for each one of the criteria and then come to that universe in almost no time at all. And then we just add in, okay, and we only want it to be four or fives on our rating scale. And now we come to our universe of like, here's the deal flow, Arlen, this is what you need to look at. Yeah. Can I tell you how important that is? I don't want anybody to miss this. A lot of times, especially if, and I'm just kind of educating, if you don't know, if you do know, tune me out for a moment. But a lot of times founders who are uh, BIPOC founders, people of color, women, LGBTQ, et cetera, they, they may spend 45 minutes of a one hour in investor conversation, simply trying to explain themselves mm -hmm. to the person on the other end, who is usually, this is just usually a white man. Now just take away all anything, it's not political or anything like that. Just take away how ridiculous that is. And the fact that like, imagine whoever you are, if you had to spend 45 minutes of a 60 minute conversation with someone you wanted to be in partnership with, trying to explain why you chose what house you live in, why you chose your partner, why your kids go to the school they go to, et cetera. That's kind of akin to what we have to go through. Why am I having this conversation while pregnant? Why does my hair do this this way? I've had these conversations. So what we're doing is taking all of that bias out that we all have, by the way, every single one of us has some bias. We're taking that out of the equation and we're making it about the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the metrics that we're able to um, measure. People who love being able to measure and look at data and facts will love this. And I love this because it doesn't have to be about your heartstrings. <laughs> it has to be about, okay, overlooked. Let's go over in that world of the underrepresented, underestimated. And then within that world, let's put them all on the same level footing and see how people measure up. And then let's invest in what we believe based on those metrics are the best, um, the most uh, probable for having success. Mm -hmm. I mean, that to me is like what being an investor is about. And how cool is that? Awesome. So this is a up to a $3 million fund. Um, one of the things I really want to hit on is the really low minimum. Can you talk about how much the minimum investment is to go into this fund? Yeah. So we, we as you said, we have been um, making investments. We also have plenty of investors. So the minimum has been ten thousand. Uh, we wanted to make sure it was accessible to as many people as possible. You do have to be an accredited investor. Not our rules, and we certainly have other uh, ways that we talk to unaccredited investors. But uh, ten thousand minimum very hard pressed to find a venture fund that you can get into at that minimum. Um, I'll do up front. Uh, so no capital, just one capital call, but uh, yeah, it's just easy to track. Awesome. So we're going to be making that fund available to all of our customers who are accredited. 
$10,000 minimum, and you get to invest alongside a portfolio of really amazing companies already. And then we'll be adding several new companies, uh, hopefully in the coming months and years, uh, that will go into that fund as well that, like we said, fits all of those criteria that Arlen and her team have, have put uh, together, and then blending that with utilizing the data that we have to identify other interesting companies to go into their pipeline, which I just think is really, really cool. And something that we're going to be working on in the coming months and sharing with all of our LPs is actually a portfolio management tool where they'll be able to track all of these investments in a portfolio on King's Crowd um, once we were able to get that up and running. So stay tuned for that as well, which I think is really exciting. That's so fun. That's so fun. There's a reason that I've been telling every person who I've been teaching how to invest as an angel and start their own fund. There's a reason I tell them about King's Crowd, every single one that's gone through. We're talking hundreds of people who have gone through my process. So um, that's cool. Like the innovation is still there. You can still find new rocks to turn over. No, absolutely. And I know you hit on this a little bit, but all of these companies that are going to be going into this fund, they'll have the opportunity to raise additional capital from this new fund that yeah. you're raising, correct? Yeah. Obviously, they need to hit their performance metrics and what Absolutely. have you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a later stage fund, but th hopefully this is just the beginning. The op fund, the 30 million one, is hopefully just the beginning of a suite of funds that serves people who are getting in. So this is the fund you and I are working on and, and King's Crowd and Backstage are working on is and like a lane of entry into yeah. what is hopefully a, a long highway, freeway, <laughs> trying to make sure <laughs> with the same analogy. <laughs> but yeah, it's an on-ramp for, for a lot that we have planned. Wonderful. Well, Arlen, thank you so much for your time today. For those who are interested, we'll be sharing more information with you. We'll have the links in the podcast. Um, and you'll, again, if you're accredited, very easy to sign up and fund your investment. Um, we'll also provide an opportunity to speak with our CIO if you just want to learn a bit more about details and mechanics of how the fund is going to work. Um, and we'd love for you to be able to join us on this journey. But Arlen, thank you so much for your time as always. Really appreciate it. and Looking forward to this partnership. Thank you so much. I can't wait to meet everybody who joins. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Inside Startup Investing. Before you go, if you enjoyed the show, please give us a like or a positive review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to like and share our latest episodes. And if you like what you heard and want to learn more about how we can help you manage your startup investing search, diligence, and management at King's Crowd, check us out at kingscrowd.com. Thanks, and until next time, happy investing.